Hollywood. One of the most glamorous industries in the world, but the reality is that it can be a toxic place for the people trying to make a name for themselves. Historically, Asians have been constantly belittled on the screen through harmful racial stereotypes. From the small-dicked nerdy loser, to the foreign prostitute who can only say, me love you long time, to whatever this is. Until recently, after Crazy Rich Asians debuted to a huge box office, Asian stories are finally told without all the stereotypes. And while Hollywood has become less racist to Asians, there's still a lot of work to be done. Priscilla Moy is a working actress and gives us insight on what it's like to be in the industry, as well as the trials and tribulations she's had to face. There's a stigma that you're scared to speak up because that can cost you your job. When it's so hard to have a, get a job, you don't want to be that one that's constantly telling the agent, no, I was abused on set, I was harassed on set, now I'm a victim of slander and defamation. What I find interesting about Priscilla is she's one of the few who are willing to voice her concerns and opinions on social media, where she's made some criticisms of the industry public. She also resides in Las Vegas, Hollywood's neighbor, where she's actually found multiple gigs and is now thriving. But on the downside, she's also found the dating scene here to be very tough. Literally, like there's no way you can't see uh -huh. that something is wrong with me, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because I was lying on the ground in the back, like I, something was really, really bad. And he brings me to my friend. I didn't even notice that my friend had the girl he was seeing in the passenger seat. He was pissed off because I ruined their date or whatever. Mm, yeah. But I passed out. My friend drove me home. And so then it, it was a nightmare the next day. Welcome back to the Amtasia podcast. We got. A new guest. First new guest in a while. <laughs> Priscilla. And you are a actress, model. A TV host. TV host. Yes. TV host. Yes. Gotcha. And we also got Chang Nation. Glad to be back. Who is YouTuber uh, and fitness coach, fitness trainer. Right. Also a champion of Asian guys. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So today we're just going to talk about a few random topics, chief of which is, first of all, let's get to know Priscilla. And uh, so, uh, like, how did you get into the whole TV hosting, acting, and modeling realm? Well, I had simultaneously started modeling and acting around the same time when I was 16. Like, I'll be turning 30 now, so it's been some time. And then I went to school, I got a BFA in acting, and I worked really hard to kind of stand out because I'm more petite, right? I'm right. Asian. And at that time, being Asian wasn't sought after in the industry. So I made sure to kind of work towards being great at both modeling, fashion modeling, and then acting. So I was training in theater, doing all those things. And then after that, I graduated, I transitioned to film. And then after I moved out here, I started getting a lot more traction where people would invite me as a guest on their talk shows. And I got the attention of production. So they're like, oh, you would be a great host on red carpets and stuff. So. And this is by here, you mean Las yes, Vegas? Yes, here in Las Vegas. Oh, interesting. So did you, um, were you ever like considering like LA or anything like that? Or I was, but strategically, it's kind of like when you're going into a city where it's known for being big in something, and then you're also battling millions of other people doing that same thing, you fall into the stereotype, right? You're going to be 
your competition is going to be way bigger. And I've always right. loved Vegas because I've traveled here a lot before. And I'm like, this has to be something out here. If not, I'm right by L.A. So moving from the Midwest and Chicago, I, I love the West Coast. So I'm like, let's go to Vegas. It's cheaper there, right? I can get a house there. L.A., I don't know about that. But right. so I kind of started here and ended up working out. Uh-huh. So And so did you already have like a job like planned out? When no. you moved out here? Only thing I had was a full resume, my degree, a full portfolio gotcha. and industry smart. So I knew kind of what steps to make, which is looking for agencies, starting to network just to feel out what the vibe was. Is there a mm. lot of photographers starting to get my name noticed in what I do? So people would re- kind of recognize, OK, she's this, this, that. If we need that, we can go to her, you know, things like that gotcha. on networking. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, because I would assume there's or at least for me being also in the creative field, it didn't seem like there was a lot out here mm-hmm. so i would assume it's actually difficult it is to get gigs it, it and is stuff like that. but there's a lot of agencies and since i've moved here a lot of films and commercials have come out here because they learned it's uh, cheaper in vegas to film gotcha. so i've been in a lot of movies a lot of commercials as a principal and doing a lot of things and then the chances of me being involved in those things are higher because of the community here is not as big i mean it's bigger now because not everyone's figuring out like vegas has stuff so yeah. Do you have like a chance in terms of acting career wise to like make it on like like a Hollywood big screen or like what are the steps to get there if you like? Honestly, sometimes it's luck. I mean, because yeah. they all base roles on looks, unfortunately. Right. Talent will come last. Talent will take you farther, but looks kind of can get you jobs faster than others. So mm-hmm. if you're not the, the standard, which is why being Asian, being more petite mm-hmm. in acting and fashion and modeling... I won't be the first one that they're going to go to. But if you kind of build a reputation and people have seen your quality of work, eventually it will have something. A lot of times we have agents that are the ones that will cast that the clients will go to. And so you just kind of work your way through. Everyone's going to have a different journey and different hardships. But yeah. Okay. Do you think like with the... Because I feel like nowadays there is more Asian representation in like Hollywood and the big screen. So... Have you found that it's like easier now or do you actually think it's harder now that it's more like saturated with people? It's easier because it's making sure that casting directors realize that now they might have to start casting Asians because then Mm -hmm. it's going to be noticeable if they're still discriminating. However, a lot of movies that want certain Asians, now they want a certain type. Right. right. They want to right. go for the ones with the accents that are from the home country or no, you look too American. Right. Even though acting, you can change with makeup, wardrobe, all of those things. But now, right, they're going with the stereotypes mm-hmm. and they're still like, but still a role. But you're like, right. OK, but Asians <laughs> can play other things apart from yeah. the Asian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed yeah. that like on your uh, Instagram and stuff, you kind of complain a lot or you talk about like sort of like your issues with the like industry. Yeah. That, would that be accurate or what's I your I wouldn't main... say complain. I would yeah. say I Sorry. bring up issues within the awareness yeah. about situations people are too scared to talk about. Right. Which is the harassment, the abuse when you're on sets and how it navigates. Yeah. Mostly because there's a stigma that you're scared to speak up because that can cost you your job. When right. it's so hard to have a get a job, you don't want to be that one that's constantly telling the agent, no, I was abuse on set. I was harassed on set. Now I'm a victim of slander and defamation only because of jealousy or all this happened, but then they're blaming it, right? Like there's just things that happen and there's no HR. Who do you report to? Even the union wouldn't be able to help you in that because it already happened. 
And so in the moment when you go through those things and now your whole career is jeopardized because now someone's going to go and say wrongdoings Mm -hmm. about things that had happened. And then not only that is now you're not getting paid and then you're not also having any product for your reel. So you kind of went through that for nothing. So you kind of actors go through this where you're constantly doing work, but then nothing ever happens and you don't get paid. So it's kind of a waste of time. And you're like, why does this keep happening? Like no one's held accountable for treating people with disrespect. respect. Yeah. No, being from LA, I've always heard about like a lot of these horror stories because I had a, I had a friend um, who's a, a male actor, but he actually got a lot of like sexual harassment from like gay producers. Right. So, so he was just mm-hmm. like, he said, there's one guy who was like, I'll get you big. But you just have to like suck my cock or something. Oh, like, straight up. Really? Yeah, yeah. That'll happen. And, and people then, will do it. Yeah. And then he was like, then he kind of realized like, oh shit, like this is like not a good industry to be in. Have you ever like experienced anything like similar to that or like? Yes, kind of. But like I luckily for me, like I have a very, because of all the experience I've been through in the industry smarts, I know that that's something that I will never go down the rabbit Mm -hmm. hole in. So I'm strong enough to say no, but I can see how new actors or people now's experience will like kind of second think it. Because like, oh yeah. my God, like it's so hard. I just want to be big. If this one little thing, right? Like no one needs to know about it mm-hmm. as long as, but they don't know that that can lead to more trouble in the future. Yeah. You do seem pretty strong-willed, I will say. Yeah. Just from the 10 minutes that you've been here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. Because like, I think for my friend, he ended up like, he didn't take that. And then he ended up just not like really succeeding in oh. like, the industry. Well, he not, not, well, he's still, I guess he's still in the industry, but he kind of quit essentially like he's still like does a little bit here and there but like he's not really involved anymore he's not like mainstream well not even mainstream but he's just not even like going for gigs anymore oh you know what i mean but he's also a little older now too i I think that happened when he was in his 20s so like okay what are your thoughts did you see that like huffington post article about simu liu uh recently i know who he is i don't which what was it about so basically he got casted in the barbie movie and then there's this one guy who's like complaining about how like he feels that Simi Liu is more of a token as opposed to Asian representation because he's arguing that like oh they only cast Simi Liu in these big films so then he was kind of talking about like how Hollywood's not actually doing Asian representation if it's the same actor and then the counter arguments like Simi Liu's only been in like a few big films and there are other like kind of kind of things going on so like what are your thoughts on that I can see both sides not in particular to him but because now when it comes to Asian actors, like we're bringing back the point, and if it's harder or not, they're just going to recycle the same ones. Like you have a Henry Golding, right? Mm-hmm. You have yeah. Simu, you have Constance Wu, you have, you know, and they're going to use the same ones. Aqua, right. Oh, yeah, Aquafina, and even yeah, if they yeah. don't necessarily fit, right? Right. Instead of searching for more, because like, hey, we can get away with using those actors. And they can't say we didn't, right? Like they can't yeah. say we didn't use any Asian actors instead of realizing that like, okay, there's how many hundreds of thousands of other Asian actors, right. but it's safe, right? Yeah. And then someone t- like Simulu, like I can see why they did it in Barbie, right? It's a good thing. Like as an Asian actor, I wouldn't not take it. Like I get what they're doing. They have to make sure there's at least one of every color because then they're going to get, you know, some word. But at the same time, it does kind of look, he's just kind of placed... I didn't see the movie. I didn't see Barbie. So I have no idea how Barbie land in that movie is supposed to be like. So I don't know. I can't say like whether or not it was a great fit, but I can see that they're going to be using the same one. So it's not surprising that out of all the actors, Simulu would be 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have heard like now they're using like half age, like Hoppas to fill the Asian roles, like the full Asians, like such as Henry Golding. So that's like another problem. Yeah, in the, but that's in the always been a thing because why they do that is they don't like the full Asian look. Western culture, they they will make someone, especially in the past, look Asian versus casting an Asian because the beauty standard is right. But ethnic, like she looks Asian, but she's not too Asian. Right, right. right. You know, and then they'll just kind of make the makeup a little, you know, I've been having jobs out here in Vegas where they will, I'll be the only one cast for like an Asian celebration, like Chinese New Year. And they literally told the other dancers, make sure you make your eyes look smaller. Make sure you move like a China doll. Make sure you, right. And I'm the, me being the Asian, I can't really say much because it's me against a bunch of non-Asian people, mostly all white, doing a Chinese New Year dance. And so the way that they view it is they would rather have whites look Asian because the the, the beauty standard, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So on camera, it's going to draw more attention and they'll be sexualized better. Oh. In a way where, like, you see a girl that's half Asian because you're kind of like, oh, like, she's, like, really pretty. She's got the Asian look. Right, right. But she also has the Western look, you know? Right, Her eyes right. are a little bigger, but she's still ethnic, you know? That's a good point. Yeah. It is, like, a huge... It, it is, like, a different situation between, like, a Asian male actor versus female actor because then you have, like, the mm-hmm. sexual, hyper-sexualization of, like, yeah. Yeah, Asian I think, women and everything, like, so... I will say yeah. Simu Liu is, like, one Simu of the Liu few, like, full Asians, right? out there now um so it's kind of tough because he is popular so it's also like it's also like based on the bottom line right like if you don't have if you just have like an unknown cast it into your movie it's like well you have to make money with the movie so it's just so how do we like combat that is it is it just like what are you thinking like as someone who's an actress you know i think you need to take risks i mean not the whole cast doesn't have to be unknown right because at the end of the day you still have margot robbie right you still have ryan gosling you still have all these big actors and if they're introducing someone that's a new face within that pool people the people are still going to watch a movie because of margot robbie right so in a way like you still am going to have to take those chances because there's only one way actors can become big. They're, they've probably been doing stuff. Like you can probably look the actor up and you would see that they actually have been in the industry for a while. So it's not a nobody. Like if I were to get a principal role next to Margot Robbie, if people were to research me, they would see that I actually have credibility to have that role, right? But the main focus for the actor would just kind of prove yourself in your role to make sure that you don't mess up though. Because if you do, then it's kind of like, see, failure, right? Yeah. Yeah. My other thing is also just having more Asians on the back end of like production. Like there's not that many Asian production companies, like Asian American, especially. Right. I mean, we had people push for crazy rich Asians. Right. And then that helped propel like sort of like a a small boom of Asian media. But it's like there's a few more now, like A24. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they're uh, they did the everything everywhere all at once movie. And then a few others. So, I mean, there's a few coming out, but if there's just more people on the back end pushing for it, and you're kind of seeing like Netflix has a lot of like Asian stuff now because they realize like it's profitable. So it's like, it's also based on like the bottom line, in my opinion. So you just got to make it kind of make sense for them financially as well. Right, right. They're backing so, off the K-pop train right now. Because Koreans are now like the in thing, right? right? In culture. Yeah. So now they're like, oh, well maybe... 
right? Like, let's just make use of this time. We don't know if it's going to go away, even though K-pop's been around forever. But in Western culture, they're like, oh, the whole BTS thing. Oh, people find that attractive. Let's just ride it, even if they don't agree, right? It's all about money, basically, in the end. It's like a Netflix kitty XO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, it was pretty good, actually. But yeah, cut that out. out. (laughs) We're putting that as a clip. (laughs) All right, let's jump in. So one thing about Vegas that's really interesting is it's like, I feel like the local population is like very small. You kind of get a small city feel. So how's like dating when it comes to Vegas? Because, you know, we both dated and we found girlfriends eventually. But uh, we know it's like a mixed bag. Like some people love it. Some people hate it. So like what's your experience have been like in Vegas dating? Well, I'm probably the worst one to ask because I don't like dating. So but when I did dabble... It was just not the vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Not the vibe. It was not the vibe. And I'll tell you why. It's not because there's a a small pool. I mean, granted, I have a very set mindset of what I'm looking for now that I'm older. So it's not like I don't have an open preference where like anyone is open to me. Mm. But at the same time, I think a lot of men here, and I've realized this, is that they have a view of Vegas women Uh to be a certain way. And I'm not like that at all, right? Like they assume, you know, she's probably a bottle service girl, right? She probably loves clubbing. Like they look for like token women, Um, especially older men. Like not like old, old, but like upper 30s, 40s. Like they view women like me. So if I'm telling them what I do for a living, Mm -hmm. their mind's not going to go to what we're talking about. Like film, like more classier version. Like they're thinking like, oh, so like you do porn right or like oh like okay whatever anyway so i have this company like they view you as here because Uh, you're it's vegas so to them you're kind of like a girl that they're gonna have on their arm and they're going in the club to kind of show off and like i'm not someone that's gonna deal with that for any guy like absolutely not and then on top of that when you're they realize you're not it's like this whole like intimidation now their ego is kind of like because i'll be the one to call you out i'll be like no this isn't working and so then a lot of them, you realize how insecure mm. a lot of these guys are, because if they can just flash their credit card, a lot of Vegas women will be like, oh, yeah, like I'm at the table at the club. He's got bottle service. Right. But I'm not into that sort of thing. So I've dealt with a lot of guys here that are actually more insecure than they look because they think they can get away with impressing a girl in Vegas with money, yeah. with taking them here. They're everywhere saying that, oh, I'm successful, like, oh, I have a Tesla, I have this, that, and I'm not, yeah. (laughs) But is that like, uh, so is that like the people visiting or is that other local guys? These are local guys, yeah. Oh, interesting. So I think, you know, because a lot of girls here, like around my age, they probably do, they have bartender before, they do love going to the clubs, like the nightlife is very prevalent. And I think they just assume when they find out what I do, that that's what I also do is like on the side, but I make my money bartending. I probably make my money hosting. I do this on the third, yeah, yeah. you know. See, my, yeah. I thought, see, my thought was, I thought it was like the guys were very more industry. Like, so they would be right. like bartenders or, you know, or like, yeah, military or like people like that. But you don't really like, you're not really. No, proud or- no, I'm not. And plus, like when I look for and some guys, like if 
I'm looking at what they do for a living because that already will tell me what type of people they hang around. And then it kind of reflects on your personality. So if you're someone that goes to the club, all that's your thing. You're at the club every single day. You know all the people. They get you free table. You're that guy. Yeah. I know how that's reflecting on your personality. Right. You got a really cocky ego. And then your friends kind of probably are like that too. And then the women that write it. So it's not my style mostly. So I wouldn't, but regardless, you can't avoid it because then you think they put out a big persona, like, oh, I do this. And then you meet them and you're just like, oh, God, the they're under impression that this is what women are impressed by. Right. Status, even though they don't have the status, they'll just fake it. Right. Oh, yeah. We, we've realized that Vegas is a huge fake it till you make uh -huh. it city. Oh, yeah. It's one of the biggest fake it till you and make it And not in a good way either. Right. right? <laughs> Everyone's doing all this, the talking, the oh, yeah. BS talking, and I, it's my pet it. peeve is the BS talking. A lot of talking, not much, too much walking. Yeah, because if I just like look <laughs> it up, I'll find out. Like I'm yeah, like yeah. worse than the FBI. I'll find out really quickly, and it's just so ugly. Have you ever been like approached when you're like at Walmart or like just like grocery shopping, like just like going about your day, and then someone like approaches you yeah, and tries to hit on you and follows me around? This happened last week. Oh, in really? A parking lot at Walmart. <laughs> Wait, what, what happened? I had come back, like I, I host my TV show every Wednesday and I had to go there for whatever reason. And I was dressed like how I would when I'm hosting, which right. I hate. That's why I'm like, when if I'm doing everyday things, I hate going out looking like this because it's yeah. going to draw attention. So this guy sees me come out of my car and I'm walking and he like follows me like this close to my face. And he was like, like, behind model, you or? like he walks next to me and he oh. starts coming like right here as I'm walking. And I purposely, I don't want to be rude. But like, I don't like to engage because that can open the door to them thinking it's okay to continue to follow me. But he's like, oh, are you a model? And I'm like, oh. It's like, yeah. He's like, oh, like, where's your dress from? I'm like, online. Okay, but like, where? Like, just pushing towards like, okay, but like, do you model for Ford? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, but like, oh, so where do you model at? Do you model around here? And we're walking into the store and I'm like, oh my God. He's like, because I used to model, you know, I, I modeled all it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, but like, where at though? Like for who? And like, as a model, you don't, at, like, you know what I mean? You don't model for a single person. You know what I mean? So I like, I don't even want to answer this. I'm just like, around, <laughs> like, you know, but he just continued to follow me until he realized that I'm like, not going to answer his questions, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised you even talked to him. Yeah. I would just be like, I guess you're like maybe scared for your safety if you like yeah, don't. You don't, right? but then also you have to know because he's going to follow me. He's going to continue to ask. Right, right. Right. But then you don't want to give too much because if you continue to be nice, having a conversation, he's just going to leech on. And I have this quality where people love to just leech on. They're like, oh yeah, well she dope, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you should have okay. pretended you don't speak English. I think about doing that sometimes, but <laughs> I don't know if I look fobby enough. Oh. Like, do I? You could probably, if they don't hear you speak English, then you could pull it off, I think. <laughs> so basically, Vegas is a horrible city for dating, for women. For, well, yeah. I mean, it depends what you're looking for. I'm right. sure it's great if you want to hook up or you just want to go on a couple yeah. dates and you don't care what the guy looks like or what yeah. he does, then mm -hmm. sure. I just don't have the patience. Yeah, like. we've heard from a lot of like our female friends mm -hmm. that Vegas is like a horrible city. Yeah, horrible city for anything that you want, like a actual long lasting, yeah. quality, respectful relationship. I wouldn't say. But then I, again, maybe you could if I, you're really looking like if I really wanted to find it, I'm sure I could. But I'm like, ah, yeah. it's a waste of time. Plus, everyone knows each other. 
So like all these guys I'm dating, some girls like, oh, I went on a date with him or they'll, they'll pop up <laughs> and I'm at a place like K-pop night and there's a guy that I want to date with that also want to date with my friend, but we didn't know that we went. It's a hot mess. It's a hot mess. I'm like, no. So that happens a lot where you like go on a date with someone that your friend also dated. Yeah. Or that they've thing. seen on the app. Uh, like, hey, like oh i saw that guy and then they're judging you like a oh, why did you right like and it's embarrassing like that's, also, that's a good point yeah and also do you kind of go for like asian yeah, guys too that's okay my yeah preference. well that's a very that's even smaller oh, that's pool. Even, yeah so, so that's my preference so is your preference like usually asians yes. or okay oh yeah that's a small pool white guys like you know i think all asian americans go down this oh, I'm tired of being around asians all the time like i want a white guy like because you want the satisfaction of knowing a Caucasian person finds you attractive because back in the day, like Asians were not attractive. So that was my whole thing. If I can get a white guy, oh my God, I feel so pretty when I was younger. Now I'm like, no, we're not gonna, I need an Asian guy because this is, yeah. For me, how I want to raise a family, what kind of life I want to live, then I need an Asian guy because no. When did you make that realization? Like, was it mid-20s. recently or mid okay, After mid-20s. one of my exes, the last white guy I dated, I was like, no. Do you have like an Asian fetish or something? No, I think it's like an ego boost for men to get like this hot Asian girl to like you because they weren't great guys. Like they did not treat me well. Like, you know, it's a whole toxic relationship thing, but like in their brain to get me to like, I I don't know, like, you know what I mean? Like toxic masculinity, but that's how they kind of were. And then he was very, very big on Donald Trump. And oh, it was yeah. when he became oh, like, president. So he became very bold at how he felt about COVID and things like that. And mm. so I was like, absolutely not. Oh, like your absolutely ex started not. saying mm-hmm. stuff? Oh. Yeah, absolutely not. Because then you think like if you're put in a position with his family, how can you stand up for yourself when they all think that and think, but it's okay though, because I'm not racist because like I'm with you. Oh, you know, yeah. that they, love, they love making that's a classic statement. That's a classic, yeah. You know, <laughs> like something he said was, um, why do you guys have to eat what you do? And don't tell me it's a culture thing. Eat what you do? Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about COVID, right? The whole theory is that because Chinese ate bats. Oh, right? oh gotcha. So, oh. so COVID, he's like, you know, like, why do you guys have to eat what you do? And don't tell me it's a culture thing. Like, how? what do you say to that? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, in positions, and you're like, bro, I can't even tell you why that's so yeah. wrong to even right. say. But I'm noticing a lot of, because, you know, there's like this period where I think a lot of Asian girls, they kind of like only go for white guys. I'm noticing like a huge trend where it's like they're qu- kind of coming back to Asian. <laughs> like, have you have you noticed that yeah. too with your like Asian mm-hmm. female friends? Yeah, when they get older, mm. the younger ones. Like, as I have friends in all different age groups, the younger ones are still in that phase. Oh no, like I love white guys, or no, I'm not gonna date Asian guys. I'm like, we'll see. Give it ten years. <laughs> I mean, give a couple exes later, like you'll be coming around. But yeah, what do you, why do you think that is? I that they are liking Asians now. Yeah, like why do you think it's like switching? Like or like why do you think age is like the factor? Because I think well, I can speak from my experience, right? Like when you're younger, you're not dating for the thought of future, right? Like it, for me, like in the moment, you're in the moment because like, oh, I just really like that guy. I think he's so hot, right? So then you're just like kind of dating, whatever. And then as time goes on, you kind of learn your own values and what you value in life and as a person and kind of how you're having your own self-respect. And I could not be with someone that's never going to be able to understand what it's like being me, being Asian in America, 
right? And doing what I do for a living and why that's important to me is because my whole life is based on my face, the fact that I'm Asian and you're never going to get it. And if I bring you home to my family, you're, I don't want any questions. Why do you guys have to eat together? Why do you guys have to do this? Why is everything a family? And I don't want that. And I don't want to raise our kids without having that culture. Right. So that's kind of for me now that I'm older and I'm like, if I'm going to date someone at this point in my life, like I don't, it's not going to be kind of like. Because Josh, you had the same, you kind of had like a thing where you liked white girls for a certain age and then you kind of got out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I had that too. So what was your reasoning the same thing or like, what was your reasoning for that? Um, trying to think. It was, it was, it was actually like before I met you, like I didn't really have many, uh, like Asian friends. For like until I was like 24, I'm like 27 now. So, um, but like once I met like cool Asian guys and like had more, like I kind of realized I could like relate to them a lot more. And then like my girlfriend now is like half Asian and I never dated an Asian girl before. And the little things actually matter a lot. I feel like I could like connect with her a lot on the, being like Taiwanese and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like now, honestly, I don't find like white people as attractive as Asians. It's, it's kind of weird. I think it is like a, like how much do you accept your like identity as an Asian? Because before I was like pretty whitewashed. Uh, I was like pretty you whitewashed. You want to fit in so badly, right? Yeah, like, well, yeah. This is you're the Asian. So like, okay, if I just like date white girls or, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. things like that, like then I, they're not going to notice that I'm that Asian, right? Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, nah. I think for me, it was like, because when I was younger, I've always had like sort of like an Asian girlfriend. So it was never like really a big issue. Because um, I think it also matters like who you date as a younger person in a way. Because if you have a, like, if you date someone who's, like, white when you're younger, you probably, like, romanticize, like, white people in a way, right? I think it's more so or, where you grew up. Because you're from, like, oh, Texas. okay. Whereas you're from, like, Chicago, right? And then I'm from, like, Seattle. And I lived in Chicago for a bit, too. So I feel like, for some reason, like, Texas Asians are, like, kind of built different. Like, yeah, they kind of like being Asian more than, like... Seattle Asians. Well, it, like I feel like in Texas, like we had a community. Did you have like a community, like an Asian community? Yeah, like I'm from Chinatown. Like uh, right oh, Chinatown. You're from Chinatown. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so, you grew up around. Like, I was gonna grow up around all Asians up until I was a teenager. Then my parents moved to a really white suburb, and so that's the first time I experienced racism like that. And so all I wanted to do was just kind of fit in, right, and be white because that was I was a big target. That was, that was like your teenage yeah. years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like the very impressionable years where you're just kind of, you don't understand what it's like to be not accepted with like the cliques, like there was cheerleaders and like I was hella bullied for being ugly. I was considered not beautiful because I was Asian. And so when you have that whole, you know, you just want to be like, oh my God, to get to have a white person think that I'm pretty, like that was the whole thing. But then after toxic relationships, toxic relationships, be like, okay, white guys aren't for me. You know, uh. like it's scarring, <laughs> it's traumatizing. So. Right. That's a good point. I, I think it does stem from because there are a lot of Asians in Washington. Um, it's like pretty high per- percentage, but like it is kind of like a feeling of you want to like fit in with like the cool kids kind of thing. Because like all the like popular kids in like high school and like college are like usually not Asian. I know you got to survive somehow, right? <laughs> but then, but then one day I just kind of realized like shit. None of my friends can like relate to like anything I'm saying. <laughs> like all your white friends. Yeah, my white friends. Yeah. Like I just sound like an idiot, like trying to explain my problems in life. <laughs> so so yeah 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 what about um uh let's see what you talked about that have you ever had like a dating horror story out here yes yes a very big horror <laughs> we don't have story. to use names but i'm not gonna use names i mean we this can is... just call, him, call the guy <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, just kidding. Cut that, that out. <laughs> but I mean, you could cut the story because I'll tell you guys. Because now they know if it's pre-recorded, then if this is too much, because this is actually like bad, bad. Okay, okay sorry. Sure. So like, I'll let you guys decide. And if not, then I'll just tell a funny one afterwards. You can use that one. Okay. okay. But I was actually drugged on a military base. Oh, oh. yes. So I have a very high tolerance for alcohol. So I'm never worried. Like when I'm out, like there's no way that I'm gonna let myself get to a point where I don't know where I am, who I'm with. Like, I'm not like that, right? Mm -hmm. The guy was very, very obsessed over me before we even met, like constantly texting me. Like he said, I was the one, stuff like that. Never met him. I ended up going on a first date with him. And I waited to go on a date with him because my parents were in town. I was like, I'm not going to go on a date while my parents are in town, right? And so I went to a bar nearby because I dropped them off at the airport. I'm like, I'm not going to drive all the way back home because I live so far up north and then come back down to the strip. So I like had a couple beers at this bar. Totally fine. Like that's not going to do anything for me. Go to tells me his cousin's there. They're going to join us. Mm -hmm. And he's the director of operations of this restaurant. So we're sitting there. This guy has his arm around me. Like we're already boyfriend, girlfriend. Never met this guy in my life, right? His cousin's across and then she married the director of operations. So he starts bringing drinks. He starts bringing shots. And I'm not worried because there's no way I'm going to get drunk because I'm too like self-aware of the situation where mentally I couldn't even get drunk, even if I tried. So she's just like observing me. It just gave me very weird vibes. Because imagine going on a first date with a girl and her family's there. And you never met them. Like, yes. And then he's already acting like you guys are together. So all of a sudden, we take a couple of shots of tequila. We're eating, whatever. He's trying to feed me with like his gloves, right? And all of a sudden, I take a sip of an old fashioned. And then the next thing I know is that I'm making out with this guy in public. Now, I'm someone that PDA like that. I would never do that, even if it was my boyfriend. Right? You would not see me making out in public at a restaurant with people trying to enjoy their meal. Never going to happen. And the cousins had left because they were like, oh, we're not going to be here for long. We have a concert to go to. So already weird. I black out again and we're in the parking garage and he's trying to go to my house. And I was like, no, we're not going to my house, whatever. Next time I wake up again, we're at. Like they're asking for my ID to get me on base. So I'm being seen by the military. Like there's people that know I'm there. They can see the state that I'm in. I'm blacking out. Okay. Next thing I know is that we're walking through a hallway and these guys are like cheering him on. Like, yeah, man, whatever, whatever. Then I'm in the room, don't know what happened. And the next time I wake up is I'm vomiting, like in the room. And like, because your body's still jolting like this, like it kept me awake. And I was like, what, the, right? Like, what's happening? Where am I? Why am I here? How did I get to this point? So I run to the bathroom and I lock myself in the bathroom and I'm over the toilet, right? I keep vomiting and I realize my dress is down, like right down here. And I was like, oh, come on. And I was pissed and so he's trying to like get in the door because he's trying to get some right even in the state he gave me a toothbrush right mm. he's like hurry up like it's fine and i was like no you can't come in here because in my mind i'm still trying to be like i need to get out of here i don't know how i don't even know where i am so i was like asking him for my phone he gives me my phone i'm calling my friend i was calling my ex at the time he's like where are you i'm like no something's bad like i need you to come get me he's like where are you i can't get on base so I give him the phone, the guy, and he was like, he was pissed. He was like, oh, fine, like meet me in this parking lot, whatever. And he was livid because he had already changed. He was getting ready, right? You're to go to bed. And I literally like, there's no way you can't see that something is wrong with me, right? 
because I was lying on the ground in the back. Like I, something was really, really bad. And he brings me to my friend. I didn't even notice that my friend had the girl he was seeing in the passenger seat who was pissed off because I ruined their date or whatever. Yeah. But I passed out. My friend drove me home. And so then it, it was a nightmare. The next time morning I woke up, my hands were shaking. Like it wasn't a hangover type of feel. So it was like I was like, oh, no, like something is really bad. And I had a friend at the time who used to be in the OSI. For, she would deal with investigations like this. Mm -hmm. So she reported it for me, spent the whole day at UMC, right, with these agents and these officers. And then I had to go back on base, do a full like interview with the camera. Next thing you know, like, because they took my blood, I refused the whole rape kit. I refused to do it. I didn't want to do it because I was like, you're not taking pictures internally. I know that nothing had happened internally, but the fact that he still had touched me and tried to do something is still wrong. Yeah, and long story short, they closed the case. Nothing happened. Found out he was part of the And they're the ones that called me telling me that closed the case and didn't even test my blood. They didn't do anything. So... I'm oh, in a shit. position where I'm like, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. You know, right. like I don't want to go public with it because that's not something that I want attached to my name. But at the same time, okay. principle, right? right? Like, you know, so, yeah. Holy shit. Ooh. Is this a, a white guy or Asian guy? He's Asian, yeah. Oh. Wasn't even hot. Like, come on. It was so, yeah. No. That, yeah, it's like. Wait, so um, if he was like obsessed with you before you guys met up, was that not like, not like a red flag? It was like, but here to me, okay, like we're having a good conversation. He didn't seem like, a, it wasn't in a creepy way. He was just very hooked on the fact that I was easy to talk to. Oh. So, you know, so he was always just like. He's like excited. Wanted, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, really yeah. excited. So I was like, there's not, we're going in public. There's right. no way anything could happen. Right, right, cameras right, right. all over the strip, right? But the fact that he had brought someone in charge of the rush, like it was all when I was there really really weird and at the end of the day like there was nothing i could do if they had put something right they did right it's all alleged because they didn't want to Holy test my shit. blood right yeah yeah. and i was pissed because like how out of all people was i in this situation because i'm a very aware person and a very mm. observant person to end up being in that situation and then now in a place where i'm like a victim of those types of things right right that's terrible yeah that's like the danger of like I don't online think people dating. consider like online dating on, from the girl's perspective is like mm -hmm. it can like that kind of stuff happens. Yeah. And it's like scary. Yeah. And, like when you're dealing with people that like, you know, protect this country, the pride, the ego, they will. And his whole family is part of the military. So I already knew going into this, the power that that would have, regardless of what, you know, level military they are, they're still right. They have the wings. They have all that going on. And I'm like. They just let him go. They didn't even keep him. They didn't even bring the witnesses in for an interview. Like they closed it immediately and didn't tell me. They were lying to the. Make sure that was true, which it wasn't. Right. 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 So. Yeah, I think because we had this debate in like another uh, video where it was about is it harder or easier for like girls to date in this day and age? Right. Remember we had that soccer or no maybe that was with someone else but yeah, but but either way but either way it was like i don't think a lot of guys understand that it's hard for girls to go on a bunch of dates you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. right is that yeah would you, because it's like first of all you have the danger aspect mm -hmm. that you're talking about and then secondly it's like it's also a time aspect yeah like you can't just go on like three dates a week or, or maybe you can but like maybe you can't go on like one date a day to like mm -hmm. find the like the right yeah, person it's exhausting you know 
And then even when I was kind of meeting multiple guys a week, like just, and I think of it as very casual. The first date to me, there's nothing has to be intimate unless it gets that way, but it's fine. But it's pretty much, you're meeting someone for the first time. You're going to sit there. You're going to have a conversation, get to know each other. And so it's not anything that's, I meet people all the time, but like people would see it like other guys on my Instagram story and be like, oh, this is so unattractive that you're going on all these dates. Like Mm. just commenting. (laughs) I'm like, bro, you're just mad because like you didn't have the balls to ask me out. But like anyway, Mm -hmm. right? Like (laughs) he he wanted to. And then he was like, oh, I'm only five inches. You're not going to like just like weird stuff. I'm like, what? Yeah. What kind of guys are you friends? (laughs) That's kidding. This is a guy that wanted to take me, but then he didn't. So he would just creep on all my Instagram stories and comment on the fact that I was going on dates with other guys. Never met the guy in person. Yeah. And then he would just blame it that because he has a small. Wait, how did and you like, how did you meet this guy initially? It was on Bumble, oh, which is okay, on a okay. lot of you guys like connect on guys. Instagram, and, oh, and okay, then I got yeah. the handle because I like hated opening those apps, and so yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like it's actually very traumatizing for a lot of girls. Like what I found out to like even use dating apps, you know what I mean. So it's like for guys, you know, they don't get many matches, but when they do, it's like, like a little easier for them. But then for girls, they get like too many matches. But then the hard part is like, they have to filter out through like all these people who are like potentially like dangerous and it's like, or they're, or they're hella creepy or like they're so this or that, you know what I mean? I think there's like stages to dating though. Cause yeah. Cause like, so the reason a lot of guys think it's easier for girls is since you do have like the matches and it's easy for you to go on dates. But the hard part for girls is like finding someone to like date if you're trying to find like a boyfriend. Whereas for guys, it's like the opposite. It's like they, they haven't reached that stage. So they're so fixated on like, oh, I can't even go on dates in the first place. Yeah. But then we know people that like go on a lot of dates who like get matches, but then they can't get a girlfriend. So it's kind of like stage two of dating for, for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, the same problem. It's just that most guys don't reach that stage. Yet, yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I mean, it's online dating it just kind of sucks for both sides, from what I gather. Because also, like, you don't really catch a vibe of, like, the person right. necessarily, right? And then everyone wants so. to show a different side of them. Right. I've always been a victim of guys loving to, you know, show a different side of who they are and then eventually, just to get me to like them, right? right. And then after, like, date two or three, I'm kind of like, okay, I got to cut this off somehow. But, like, that's kind of weird because now they're going to be like, oh, you use me to, like, mm-hmm. go like to dinner, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro... You're just slowly showing me your true colors and it's right, cringy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of cringy guys out there, I would say. There's a lot, a lot of guys have like these weird mindsets. Um, um, okay, so I mean, we kind of covered it, but like, is there anything else that you think is like the hardest part about dating in modern times? Like, do you think do you think now that um so you know like back in the day, like you don't meet that many people because uh, like there's no technology? Do you think now, like with all the choices that you're presented with, it's like almost harder since like there's the mindset there might be something better out there or like, do you think that's not really a factor? Um, For me, I don't think it's a factor with more options. I just think it's made me have less hope in dating. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the more people you meet, the mm-hmm. more you're just like, this is not. Yeah, because especially right. you now it's different if you don't have a really laser focus on like, what you will and will not accept, mm-hmm. then it's a little different, right? Like when you're younger, you're kind of like in college, you got all these guys, like, oh, I think he's hot, I think he's hot, mm-hmm. let's just try it all, whatever. But now that I'm like, no, no, no. Like you can, if you can spot right away, like red flags and like just attributes of people that you don't like, like mm-hmm. to me, I just, so I become kind of numb. Like oh. I don't really, 
look anymore. Like I'm not, even mm-hmm. if I find someone attractive, like part of me that will actually go forward or think it's going to be something like, ah, eh, whatever. Yeah. Right. Like I don't mm-hmm. care enough. So it's hard in a way because it kind of makes you be like, all right. Yeah. Whatever. You're like, you're now you're in the assumption mm-hmm. that like, probably one of these guys yeah right <laughs> and i don't do i want to go down the rabbit hole finding out if he's one of those guys right, and right. have something yeah. right you're a little <laughs> j- you're a little jaded it sounds like yeah <laughs> just just a, mean... just a tiny bit jaded about men <laughs> but in I, Vegas. Think it, I think it's like uh, the other relevant point i i saw this like on a tiktok or whatever but it's like the people who are still single like the men who are still single after like a certain age they're usually like avoidant personalities you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know what that means yeah so that's yeah. sort of like fuck boys essentially because if they're if they're not fuck boys then they would have already had like a girlfriend or something by then so it's like it's either you get like uh, like the pools like filled with like fuck boys or it's like guys who maybe like just got a divorce but then they're only single or yeah or yeah if they're in between like relationship if they're only single for like a little bit right you know what i mean you want to date those kind of people like you want to date the people that are in between since they're like not fuck boys if that makes sense yeah like, for yeah. me, it's a whole lot of uh, emotional maturity. Yeah, you can see because a lot of those men are especially around my age. Like I'll be turning thirty in August, but like even men in upper twenties, if they're single and they're really good looking and they're not a fuckboy, mostly like they don't think that they're good enough to flirt with women, which also is sad. But like that's also not what I would want either. Because if you try to talk to them, like sometimes like I'll just try to be friends with them. Like oh, like and just kind of pick their brain, be like, why? What's the what's the issue like they're very like so like, they're like just, the timid, so they're like, but they're just super interesting no, no, yeah like oh, so, well, oh, maybe more insecure around, right? because you can kind of see that they are slowly they're confident on social media like they do all those things but then they're probably like that's their safety net right a lot of times like they can put off that they're this hot guy whatever but when they're not up to talking to women like they're not very confident and Huh. Being coming personal. A oh, lot of times I see a lot of that with a lot of content creators, with a lot of people like in um, more on camera type things that like yeah. have these millions of followers, very good looking guy, very nice person. But like there's something where you're like, either you like guys or like you're really, really, really. But I realize that they're way more insecure than they put off. So oh, I, yeah. you know, so a lot of these people that I would be around are kind of also like that either they're really cocky or they're really socially awkward right right mm. i can see that so it's just hard to find like that middle ground yeah. of people who are like a good balance that makes sense yeah, yeah it's also hard because i feel like the guys who are more like relationship types they kind of get into relationships like pretty quick too right like would you say or or unless they're just like there's something wrong with them in a way right Oh, I feel like with a lot of Asian guys, like I think um, the ones that are probably worth, not worth, but like better to date for like long-term kind of attributes, maybe haven't like worked on themselves or like aren't good looking enough to be considered for like a lot of girls. So the one, like the ones you're describing, like they have a lot of clout or like they're already good looking. It's kind of like a, to get to that point, a lot of those guys are probably not as like long-term relationship driven Versus the people that are like, you're probably just not even going on dates on the guys that actually might be good boyfriends mm. because you don't find them attractive or like some other reason, right? So, yeah, like, what, what do you think part. about that, right? Like, because there are a lot of single okay, guys. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. So, you're yeah. basically saying um, the the good guys are kind of like not really attractive enough like the to nice like meet guys. your like minimum filter, would you say? Or do you think, or no? I think, 
It's a theoretical question. It's yeah, kind of theoretical. That could, right? that could be true. Um, for me though, I get to I'll find out, but like I'm very, I have very high standards. So even if because I meet people all the time, like you know, I'm, I'm meeting you guys in this situation, we're getting to know each other, and so as time goes on, like I learn a lot about people just being around them. So I can kind of be like, okay, that person would be great. But then like either he's not Asian or he's not my type right, physically. Right. Because at the end of the day, as everyone doesn't like to seem that they don't care about looks. At the end of the day, there is that factor that comes into play, you know, to have that story because you need intimacy in a relationship. It's going intimacy. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, you know what I mean? Like you right, can be a right. great person, but like at the end of the day, like people will be lying if they say looks don't matter, right? right like love right. is blind. I'm like, is it? Well, those guys need to just look at Chang Nation's channel, self-improvement. Learn how to lift. Learn how to lift. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is kind of interesting because I do think like, like I have one friend um, and he went on like a ton of dates before and he like lives in Vegas too. Um, but like, I felt like he wasn't able to get in a relationship for a long time since he always found like something wrong with every girl. It, it was like bizarre. It's like, oh yeah, her nose is there. It's like some, some like really like minute detail, right? And and I was I was thinking much. <laughs> and I was thinking like oh dude I think if you give her like two or three more dates maybe you know you might get to know her a little better and right. so, like something you don't find out on the first or second date you find out on the third right. or fourth right right but like it is tough because he is really picky yeah. so I do think like the people that that I'm friends with who aren't in relationships that want to be are like just like too picky as well yeah. so it's like a fine balance which is interesting about dating and then also if he's like. Uh, if he's on the apps all the time, yeah, he's, he's probably apps. like the community's probably seen him. You know oh, what I mean? Like, the yeah. community of single people and they'll out talk. here. And they then, talk. They'll yeah. talk. And they get a have, you, have you heard of those like groups where like they kind of say like, "Are we dating the same guy?" You yeah. know that? Yeah, I know that. <laughs> Are you in that or no? No, I hope not. I mean, I'm not a part of those groups. But no, I, I mean like like because it's girls in the girls groups. in the yeah. yeah. I've seen some stories of people I know. That have uh, given STDs and stuff like that. So it's kind of oh. juicy when you know of him, of them, not through dating, but like yeah. either you've gone a place where they freak or they work at, right? So you know mm, of the person. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, like that's crazy. <laughs> well, because it's it's not just Vegas too. Because in LA, like I had a friend who was like online dater type, and then even he got a lot of like people knew who he was, like the Asian community oh, see. knew oh, who he yeah. was. So he had to change his like his like thing that like OC. Oh yeah, it was like oh, LA. So and then, embarrassing. That's and then you had to change it to OC. Oh, oh no, yeah. that's embarrassing. Get a new batch of girls. I will say, if you are like, I'm just thinking of the other perspective. If you are someone that like dates around a lot, you kind of want to do it in like waves. Like you don't want to be too active at once. Like maybe every six months you kind of like swap because like the girls swap out every six months, right? But if you're like on there for like a month, like going hard, like a data, like you're gonna get found out, right? I'm just thinking like for your for your friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh really? Like didn't believe that she that was me. one girl on the Vegas. Oh, yeah, everyone, every Asian guy knows. Oh, Alexis. You and LB Alexis. Yeah. Oh dear. She's matched with every Asian guy. She's matched with every single Asian guy in Vegas. I remember like one of my friends posted a story like like oh my friend matched with this girl and then like everyone like responded to the story like oh I matched with her too like two years ago. I remember like when we first moved here, we all like everyone in the Amped House matched with her and we're just Stop, like, that's one annoying. of our friends was going to meet up, one. dude, one of our friends was going to meet up with her like on a Sunday and he's like, she's got to go to church first. <laughs> so we're just like, what? <laughs> no, like we, no, cause we just thought like, okay, this is, this girl is 
gotta be some kind of catfish because basically with every single guy mm -hmm. like she didn't meet up with anyone right body yeah she didn't meet up with a single person yeah. like even though she matched with every single asian guy in las vegas mm -hmm. so i'm just wondering who it is like who's behind this profile who's behind alexis that's crazy does she try to meet up with any of you or not that we know of but it's so funny because like because like our other friend kasin our other roommate he was like this is my new wife guys <laughs> <laughs> you and V Alexis. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so funny. That's crazy. Ew. I will say, like, do you think like if you're like a girl that likes Asian guys, like Vegas is mm -hmm. a good spot? Cause like it seems like competition's not too high for Asian guys. The same ones are like there's a lot of and I don't mean this in a bad way, there's a lot of fobs here. Oh really? Mm-hmm. So I've which is kind of fun. Like I I you know, I love meeting people from other places, mm -hmm. but you have to be able to deal with that cultural difference and also sometimes the language. Right. A lot of them are from South Korea and a lot of them are from Japan and China, obviously. Okay. But um yeah, a lot of East Asians. A lot of Filipinos. That are, yeah, I've been on oh, that was a nightmare. Anyway, no. <laughs> thinking back on and I don't date often now, even I'm like, oh crap. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, moving oh. on. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell when the cameras go off. I yeah, can tell y'all. Yeah. Uh, do you want to ask? Okay, I actually, I actually want to revisit a topic from earlier. Mm. So when you were talking about like the like acting as like an Asian American female, mm -hmm. and like some of the like horror stories you dealt with, but you felt like you couldn't really like voice yourself on a platform since mm -hmm. there's like repercussions. It kind of feels the same way in like YouTube or like social media in general. How like. There's a certain status quo, and as soon as you start shaking it, like people don't disagree, you don't get support. Even like, for example, like a trend I've been kind of riding on is there's like these girls named Lose. Like, uh, they're they're basically just like Asian girls that like, like uh, kind of like put down their Asian culture, like shit on Asian guys, and mm -hmm. then they tend to date like white people. Mm -hmm. So, um, I feel like not many Asian creators are like calling this type of stuff out, even though it seems like there should be. So why do you think like in entertainment or like media, it's like so looked down upon to like be controversial or like challenge the status quo? Because a lot of people wouldn't want to work with someone that's troublesome, right? Okay. It becomes like, even if what I'm doing is right, if there's a lot of word about a certain person, even if the negative isn't true, would they take a chance? Because this person just seems to cause a lot of drama, right? Even if it's in my case, like I'm right and like all that stuff and I'm only preaching about for people that can't speak up. But at the same time, they're like, oh, God, what if something were to happen? What if she exposes me? Right. Or what if oh, what if what they say is true? Do I even want to go down that rabbit hole? Yeah. And you become less. They want someone that they can mold. Right. That's easy. Right. They can kind of make into what they want. So. Right. Like it's all about them. It's all about ego. It's mm -hmm. all about image. Right. 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 If you got someone like all these YouTubers, like in the beauty community or controversial, they get dropped from all their sponsorships because no matter what, even if it's alleged, they're like, yeah, no, I'm not even messing with that. that right? That's a good point. I would say like sponsorships. Yeah. Like, I'm sure the reason bigger Asian channels don't cover like a little bit more like on the edge topics is because of sponsorships. Like yeah. they'll probably lose them. Because let's say yeah. that someone took your word the wrong way. Right, right, and right. And that's right. not what you meant at all. Are the, is the brand going to lose money? thinking that because people are like oh you're supporting someone that does this right. that and the third even if that's not even true there's no evidence it's just someone who is mad jealous so they're trying to spread these rumors right, right. and then now right so it's a gamble so that's yeah. why if i do bring something to light i wait a longer period of time mm -hmm. in order to do it where it's safe right because i also don't want to get sued even though 
even I have all the evidence against them. It's still it's still drama that you don't want to mess with. Right. Yeah. But it is kind of like it's interesting because I do feel like if you go against the status quo, that is like one of the ways to like blow up. Mm -hmm. For example, like Andrew yeah. Tate, all those guys. Yeah. But at the same time, if you do it and you fail, it's like such a bad look. So like it, it's a really interesting kind of like, like, I don't know. Yeah, because, um, what, yeah, what do you think about the like sort of people who are very controversial right now on YouTube, like, like Andrew Tate, for example, like, have you, have you given him any thought or? Oh, absolutely. Given him thought. Oh, and my oh. thought is no. Okay. And ew, yeah. like, absolutely. Like, I'm very against, I know there's people that are in town who are creators that love him. And for some reason, they love to ask me this question on camera. Oh, like, what do you think of Andrew Tate? I'm like, I don't think of Andrew Tate, first of all. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, but what's interesting about him is he knows that he's in a period of time where there are people that agree with him, right? We, you know, not to bring politics, but we're now in a world where the U.S. kind of is more, more open about their views. Mm -hmm. Like they're given permission in a way to talk about things like that. And they know that there will be people that support it. So... He will push those knowing that there are people that are already out there saying those things. Mm -hmm. He's just going to kind of benefit off of that and kind of just, he knows that it, the, most of the population is not going to be like, oh, how dare he? Like he's already in a world where people are talking about that already. And that's kind of the yeah. argument within the U.S. So. Well, I think, yeah. And the reason why we only bring it up is because we know that this is a topic that gets a lot of views. And it's like, it's very controversial. Like I think our stance, or at least my stance is I'm pretty anti whatever he's about. And I think a lot of Asians should be because he's like he's he's gone on record saying like a lot of like racist stuff towards Chinese people. Like, what's what do you think so far on on well, him? Like, I have a video coming out next week where I, where I react <laughs> to him. But uh, see, I, I I do think he's interesting, right? Because like yeah. I don't agree with like his views at all, but he is really good at marketing. Mm -hmm. Like, and I do think Asians can learn to be like more assertive. There, there's certain things he does that I think Asians can adopt, but obviously apply in a different situation. Yeah. But I do think like it is pretty bizarre how he is so popular. He got like he like blew up and got banned and he's still right. around. Right. Like he's still around, even though he's banned from all the major platforms. Like yeah. same with like Sneeko, for example. I mean, so it's kind of on theme with a former president. You know, they cannot do anything. <laughs> yeah. And, but yeah. that's kind of also I feel like the marketing strategy is mm -hmm. they know that like this is a topic where they're going to if they can get enough, you know, like enough support, enough right? support you, from these people. and. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, like, are there any girls that you know that like Andrew Tate or like, because because the one thing that I'm always confused about is like he's always preaching like as if he's like some kind of like baller with women, but I'm just like, what what girls like are into him? You know what I mean? Kind of pick me girls would probably like him, you know? Because I don't, like, I don't know yeah. of any women. Because then they even <laughs> now to the point where I'll use the word female and not and forget that that's like a whole Andrew Tate thing. So like some girls that I'm friends with are totally against him. They're like, oh, you use the word female. I'm like, cause we're talking about a male, female dog. Like, like, <laughs> like is it a male? I'd be like, no, it's a boy or girl. But you know what I mean? Like, I don't say it thinking of freaking Andrew Tate, but you know, he, it's the whole misogyny. And like, there's some women that they're all for it. They agree that, I, I don't know, no one that I'm friends with. And if I am, like, that's kind of not on brand with me to have people around me that yeah. like that type of thing. Cause Right. That's the thing is like, I always thought that if you kind of follow his teachings or like the kind of stuff that he's telling you, like you're just self-sabotaging, you know, because you're just going down this path of like being misogynistic and you're, it's less and less girls are going to like you, in my opinion. 
Yeah. What do you think? I, well, I feel like hit, that, that whole red pill space, they attract guys that like probably got burned by one situation. So then their kind of reference point, it's like, oh, this girl sucked. Like a shitty girl did something bad or whatever. So then they kind of think like that they have like anger and then and then they kind of channel that anger towards like this kind of movement. That's mm-hmm. why it's so popular, to yeah. be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they just got burnt. It's kind of like if, if uh, I don't know, they got cheated on or something. And then they just channel that rage into like this community of other people that are just like, we hate women. Yeah. Well, it's kind of then- like they got cheated on, but then they kind of realize like what, like, they're like, oh, the reason I got cheated on was because of this. So then they kind of feel like they were naive and that's why they got burned. So then that whole movement kind of, they feel like they're equipped to like not be as naive in the future when dealing with girls. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it kind of, if you go too deep, it's just like, you just become like misogynistic. And then they also get into that mindset of like, because they preach a lot of like, basically like, oh, you should date like as many girls as you can type, type like mentality, like basically a fuckboy mentality, right? And then they just like every guy who's into that just becomes like wants to adopt that mentality as well. Right. Same podcasts where they'll bring men on that agree with those narratives and they'll ask them a question like, oh, do you think a woman should be able to divorce her husband if there's physical abuse? And the guy would be like, oh, absolutely not. Like marriage is sacred. You can't divorce like all that crap. And they're just like, oh, but like, what if she cheats on you? He goes, oh, I would divorce her immediately. And then, oh, yeah. and then like, so you think that cheating has more power than physical abuse like you can do that and mm-hmm. she can't yeah. leave you right, right right but if she were to ever be caught doing whatever i'm not saying that's right but he'd be like oh no absolutely not like you know yeah. it, it stems it's very from one-sided yeah. right well it, it makes no sense because if their purpose is to like get girls or whatever but then you don't treat them like they're even humans. Yeah. Like, how do you expect, like, dude, where's the logic? That just seems like really dumb, right? Yeah, they hate girls, but then they just want to like... <laughs> they hate girls, like, but then they like to flex It's the a girls. control thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. They just view them as like sort of like trophies. objects. Trophies kind of thing. Yeah. And then they're just like, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird, but it's, it's ironic because like that kind of mindset like hurts the guy. Like long term, but I, I do wonder. Like I do wonder if like there's any guys that like have like listened to Andrew Tate and they're like, oh wow, I'm like doing really well now with women. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the I would Filipino, love to the someone Filipino who's like, who's with. like an Andrew Tate follower and he's like yeah. just balling. You I, know I'm, what I mean? I'm sure like it, it works though because they're like, I'm trying to think. Like it's actually better to do some of that like shitty stuff in the short term. Like a girl might be turned on by like that kind of stuff versus someone that's too nice and like passive. Well, there's some like shallow. Okay, there. I think there are some like shallow women because I think a lot of the guy girls that it seems like they're around are like sort of like foreign, for example, like Andrew Tate and stuff. Like they're foreign, yeah. like Eastern European girls who are just like oh, I see, okay. somewhat like like it seems like they're kind of like paid to be there in a way. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, yeah. right. But I mean, I don't know if they are or not. But I'm just saying, like that's just what it's like. It seems like. Yeah, yeah. I, I have honestly like yeah. I don't even like because I don't understand like how like I I don't get like why like they would willingly like put themselves in that position. Right. Well, a lot you know of them just mean? want clout too. Right. Like. Okay. Okay. So it's just they just yeah. want to be like Andrew Tate's like one of his twenty girls or whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, probably that, that like clout. it brings us back to the thing where a lot yeah. of men believe women want something so if they can throw cash at them they can give them this luxury experience mm. to the girl they're like whatever right I'm not the one saying it I'm just gonna be around but like I'm enjoying the fruits of whatever oh, his labor is right so I think it's you know what I mean for some girls like they want that luxury life so they're gonna be around it and they don't really care about because they're not mm-hmm. right they're involved but they're not involved 
Right. So, but for someone like me who would stand 100% against that, there's no way. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, I went on a date with that, the Filipino. Remember, I brought that, like, it was a story. He was a big Andrew Tate person. How could and you tell? How he, he, like, how could you tell? He brought it up around oh. people. Oh, like, you know, like Andrew Tate. Like, he just randomly, he'll bring up, you know, I don't agree with everything, but Andrew Tate, like, he would just constantly bring up this name. And then you see everyone in the room, like, just. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Like, he's the type and how he treated me was he yeah. kind of saw me as like, I'm here. Yeah, mm -hmm. you do that. Okay, whatever. But you know what I do? And he would bring me around places, like workplaces, work functions to network to show off how like baller he is, even though he's not. Yeah. Because and I'm just there being, why am I here? But it mm -hmm. kind of it's an image thing. Wait, why were you there then? Like, if Because it was more of a networking thing. So me being okay. the opportunist than I am when it comes to business. Right. I was like, I don't know who I'm going to meet at this place with people who do real estate people who are really he's a real biggest. estate agent he's trying to be okay. he liked to put off up and coming was, right so his friend <laughs> they take it till his you make friend it. who actually owns this huge business hosted this event at area 15 mm. and uh we went and it was like whatever so i'm just around i'm just mm. observing meeting people but i was clearly there so he could show off his you know He's like, you know what I love doing? And this was the worst thing he ever could say to me was, I love just picking people's minds so I can know how to yeah, use it to my business. And I was like, oh, so you are just backpacking off all these people's success, right? Because that's like my biggest pet peeve is you just kind of being a, a follower, kind of like a leech. Right. Like, you know, I just talk to them like, you know, I pretend I do all these things because then they're going to tell me information that I can use. And I'm like, well, it's kind of like the whole like value taker versus value giver, right? Like you don't really want to associate yourself with too many yeah. like leech type yeah, I hate <laughs> of people, that. right? Like I hate that because people which, love to leech onto me and copy everything I do. So to me, like, oh, it, really? It's a bit. Yeah. Like what's an example of like, because I, I haven't checked out your like um, stuff yet. So like what's an example of like someone leeching onto you? So people that would like men will pretend they're dating me to get jobs. Because they know I'm reputable with photographers and with things like that. So they'll go around saying, oh, Priscilla and I want to do this photo shoot together. And luckily at that point, the photographers know me enough to be like, oh, she wouldn't. <laughs> or like girls will be my friends. And as time goes on, they get really jealous. So they'll start popping up. They want to be around me all the time. And they'll start copying my poses, copying how I dress, copying how I talk. Because oh. they want the end result. Like if they want to be an actress, they want to be a model they see me as kind of like a staple. So like if I do everything that she does, because I want that recognition too, right? You create a course, I feel. Well, at this point, I refuse to give my talents away, but that's what people want. They're uh -huh. like, oh, you should just teach. Just right. like, stop, just teach. I'm like, why? To give people the job that I'm trying to get, right? Like, right, right, right. right. Anyway, but yeah, so it's a hot mess. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's crazy. Um, so, so, what was, sorry, so like on the topic of like, um, uh, what's it called like kind of content creation i'm kind of curious like what are your thoughts on like only fans i am i support women who that's your thing mm -hmm. you go do that will i ever do that absolutely not it's not my thing right but if that right like i'm not gonna poop on any girl's bag because that's what you want to do if you're comfortable with that and you're mm -hmm. proud of that and you're making money then do you like i'm not someone that's going to be like oh shameful mm -hmm. it's not something i would do right. ever but again, her choice, if she's not worried about anything, then that, and that she's doing it in her own way. Get that money, I guess. I don't... Yeah, I think my stance was always like, yeah, like, I don't care if like my friends or people that I'm associated with do it. I wouldn't want to like date someone who does it though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, cause that like affects me. But if my friends or like people I'm associated with want to do it, like I'd more power that. to them. Like they can yeah, yeah. do whatever they want. You know, yeah. like her how do you what do you think 
Yeah, I know. I think I agree with you guys. Like, um, I probably, I don't think I could date someone that does it. Mm-hmm. Cause that's like a whole different ballpark, right? Yeah. I think you gotta be equipped to like handle some jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's always like this argument like, oh, you're just insecure, like, or whatever. I'm just like, not really. Oh, shit. Yeah, I am right. insecure then if that's the case. Right? <laughs> I, don't like, I don't really, I just don't really want like yeah. my yeah. girlfriend, like, sending news to some other dude i mean i don't see how that's like, or like subscribers. Right. i don't see how that's like bad you know yeah 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 like you can be in the video like <laughs> you can be a co-star <laughs> shit I, I think that's also just like all an asian thing too like just being a right. little more of a conservative mindset yeah. like hey there's some stuff that should be like kept sacred mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. relationships yeah. and stuff like that right yeah. so Right, but right. at the same time, it's like we are we are in this world where like it's a big factor. It's a big source of income. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I mean, that's just how it is now. You know, it's, it's you, like you're not. It's a huge industry. Yeah. You can't like yeah. stop someone from doing it. I mean, not stop, but like you can't like <laughs> stop the, the industry from happening. You and, can't like, stop the machine people, from churning. Right. Like, yeah. And then people always, get influenced yeah. to like want to be uh, in the industry or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what it is. Um, we keep talking about like certain guys and like personality traits. So like, do you think it's better for a guy to be like a, like a fuck boy or like a nice guy? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you, you know, you want to be in the middle, but like, what's yeah. better? Like if you have to go extreme on one end, right? Cause like, so like the extreme nice guy is like the guy who like pays a thousand dollars per month on OnlyFans as a subscriber. The extreme fuck boy is a guy that's just like super, like, you know, going on a lot of dates, a lot of first and second dates, mm-hmm. but can't get repeat customers right so what's the better of the two evils oh they both sound really bad <laughs> i would rather at least have the more experienced one versus someone that isn't the fuck boy the fuck over, boy the, nice guy, over right? the nice guy yeah because the simp is what you're kind of talking about is like it yeah. just feels like he's very like like i don't know He'd be super nice. Desperate. Though. Yeah, but it kind of like it's it's would be kind of weird because then he wouldn't even know how to act in a situation where he does get a girl. But he right? but, but he'll do anything. He like if he wants something, he'll do it right. Whereas the fuck boy might be a little bit more misogynistic. Maybe. Uh, yeah, the fuck I mean, boy versus simp, the right. fuck boy it, versus simp. It's hard man. because I feel like either one of those is like really bad. Yeah, like those are two extremes. Well, some girls like simp's, right? Yeah, that's true. But some girls also like fuck boys. Yeah, that yeah, is true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is yeah. a good question. <laughs> Dang, it's a hard question. I never thought about it. Right. Like because obviously like you want something in the middle. Like or like you just want like a balanced guy, right? Or like yeah. some girls think that they can change the fuck boy. Right. Oh, yeah, well they love doing that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That, that is true actually, right? Like cause if a guy is a fuck boy, it's kind of a turn on because like, oh I can change this guy. Yeah. I'm different. Right, right. <laughs> you. Yeah. yeah. So but. I mean, a lot of those guys are just like straight psychopaths, so. That's you know? true. That's true. So it's like, like the whole like dark triad thing. Have you heard of that or no? So, have you heard of the dark triad? Yeah, I have. The three personality traits? It's basically, oh. like, it's basically like there's. Like narcissism. Yeah. Psychopath and something else. Yeah. 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 And so those people are like very, very high on the uh, like sort of like narcissism. Yeah. And, like, They're usually very, like really well put high. together and yeah. like probably give off a good first impression. But uh, they're like those are pretty much the fuck boys. They're involving like, narcissists. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I will they have say, bad yeah. intentions. But see, these people all have bad intentions. Well, it's like you selfish intentions. They don't mm-hmm. care actually about the girl, but they're oh, just yeah. trying to like maximize whatever they're trying to do. Right. Right. Because that concept of like having like a lot of girlfriends at once is kind. It's kind of like I don't know. It's never like vibed with me too well. Like I don't know. Like what about you, Kevin? Like, 
Well, it just it, like for me, like I just it just feels bad to do that. Like it's like a, just a morally, it just feels like a morally wrong, yeah, like thing, right? So it's just I don't. I mean, but for a lot of people, they kind of like shut down that part of their brain. They're just like, eh, whatever. I'm right. just, it's good for me, so I don't care. Yeah, about like whoever I'm dealing with. But then it's like, okay, can you trust those people, even though they're your friends? You know what I mean? That's tough. Yeah. So. It's all about manipulation. So they're made to believe to give excuses, make excuses for that other person. Right. So mm-hmm. That's how, and then that's how they end up living their life too. Yeah. They make excuses for ABCDE while right. dragging people into their nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Some people do change though. I will say, I know I want this one guy who was a big fuck boy, but he's like totally changed. He's a relationship guy. He's like, now, right? he, you know, yeah. a complete 180. Well, yeah. And now he like, yeah. So I was, he found the right girl. Happens. Yeah. Happens. yeah. That's true. He became a serial monogamist. <laughs> yeah i like it <laughs> okay cool um i think we can end it here unless you have anything else you want to go over i, I think i'm good yeah, yeah i covered over an hour day. yeah um so should we let's do some something at the end what should we do do you have any topics you want to no, 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 as oh, in like oh. not like that like more, oh. like, <laughs> more like uh like if you comment then like do something let's say uh maybe like if you, the video gets like a thousand likes <laughs> Comment, if, if the video uh, gets a thousand likes we'll bring on a guest that you went on a date with and we'll okay, do the second podcast hilarious. episode and you guys that'd can talk be... about why it didn't work out ew why would you do that to me <laughs> I will probably bruise the oh ego so that would be hilarious okay we could okay. do a debate lol a thousand likes a thousand likes i'm dead we'll thousand bring on likes we're gonna a do guess that we know that she's gone on a date with <laughs> and then they're gonna debate some controversial topics <laughs> and then the loser has to do something silly that you guys can comment down you below know, as well loser would end up being. it's not me guys <laughs> so a thousand likes and also comment something about this video and then we'll make that happen yes, all right yeah. catch you guys later peace Oh, and also we'll, we'll link to your like socials. Oh, so what is your socials actually? At Priscilla It's just all my first and last name. P-R-I-S-C-I-L-L-A-M-O-Y. That's how you'll find me everywhere.